There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. I have recently realized that in doing this podcast, I risk something. I risk giving people the impression that missions is easy. I mean, virtually every episode tells about a remarkable conversion or tells about spiritually open people across the ocean. If I was on the outside looking in, I would think, wow, this ministry of gospel link is tremendous. I mean, look at all these national preachers going out and spreading the gospel. And again, if I was not on the inside, I might feel somewhat discouraged about the mission field around us, America. I mean, I serve as a kind of missions pastor at a church plant in Cartersville, Georgia. And I have to tell you, church ministry in America is challenging. People don't turn out by the hundreds to watch the Jesus film like I've seen them do in Zambia. People don't clamor for biblical literature like I've seen them do in the former Soviet Union. Working with people can be discouraging at times. I mean, we teach and prepare and organize and plan and sacrifice our time And people seek their own more than the things of Jesus Christ. You'll notice that I didn't specify the USA in that last statement. People are the same everywhere. And as challenging and discouraging as church planting and ministry can be in America, you should see Mozambique. So I'm going to take you into the inside of Gospelink for just a minute. In this episode titled, What do we do with Mozambique? Now, I'm not going to go into every detail, but suffice it to say that Mozambique has been one of our most challenging countries to work in. When I first went to Mozambique, I think it was the poorest country in the world per capita. The first Mozambican I ever met was Pastor Z, and this was back in 2003. It was my first trip to the continent of Africa, and at that time, Gospelink had a four-year presence in Zambia, Malawi, and Zimbabwe. We wanted to help Mozambique. So Pastor Z had come up from Mozambique for an interview, and he was traveling around with us. I remember one afternoon, he looked out of the window of our van, and I, and I heard him murmur, Mmm, Zambia is nice. <laughs> This comment arrested my attention because I had never seen such poverty and lack of infrastructure in my life. And for a brief moment, I thought, Pastor Z, what what are you seeing that I'm not? And then I remembered he was from Mozambique. I mean, I have to laugh a little 
But Mozambique has such a reputation of being a broken country that the makers of the spy spoof comedy Johnny English chose Mozambique to be the country that rattles and frays the service of one of MI's best intelligence offers. But by now you know the model Gosplank uses. Find the national people that love God, that have an education, that have already been faithful in serving Him in evangelism and church planning, and let's support them financially. Pastor Z qualified. Now, some of what I'm about to share with you is embarrassing, but it also shows that missions work has its challenges, and Mozambique is nothing but a challenge. One reason I have served this ministry for over 20 years is because I have witnessed the tight accountability of finances. We at Gospelink do not place our faith in finances, but we are a missions organization that tries to link the affluent churches and Christians of America with the work of the gospel through national preachers. However, Pastor Z was slick. I mean, we trusted this guy. And he seemed to lead with meekness and servant leadership. I drove the long road once for several hundred miles to stay at his house back in 2013. I slept under his roof. I ate his food. We found people who would support him. And he was leading a church. Pastor Z had planted more than one church. It's not like this guy was an out-and-out -out criminal. But... He had figured out how to falsify the exchange rate at the bank so that from every supported gospel preacher in Mozambique, he skimmed off a little of the cream for himself for several years. Again, I'm working for Gospel Inc. because I have seen our effort to ensure morality and accountability in the national preachers we support. And Pastor Z eventually got caught. In a funny sort of way, our accountability team visited Pastor Z, and we had an idea of his dishonesty. I mean, there were rumors. So we went to the bank, he accompanied us, and we asked for receipts and ledgers. While we were waiting and getting things gathered, Pastor Z asked to use the restroom. He went to the restroom, and we never saw him again. <laughs> he climbed out the window. What do we do with Mozambique? I mean, when one of your best church leaders is a pilferer, church planning in Cartersville, Georgia, has its challenges, but it doesn't even cross our mind that leadership might have sticky fingers with the Lord's money. Brother. What do we do? Well, we keep persevering. If you're facing challenges in your ministry and your family, it's a way to accept humility and depend even more on the work of the Holy Spirit, who convicts the people, who changes the people, and who raises up workers for the harvest. Persevere. That's what Gospel Inc. has done in Mozambique. Meet Victor and Lori Selemeni. Victor is from Congo. Lori is from the United States. Hey, good morning, brother and sisters. Receive greeting from Mozambique, Africa specifically from Nampula. I am Victor Ilombo Selemani. I work with Mission. We are here in Nampula with Lori, my wife. We are blessed with five kids. Been married now for 17 years. Thank you again for prayer. We are here in Nampula. Nampula is northern Mozambique. 
is different from uh, Maputo. Maputo is the capital. As some of you wonder, where is Mozambique? Mozambique has a border with South Africa in south and north with Tanzania, east with Indian Ocean, west with Malawi. So it's between those country and that ocean. We, what are we doing at the moment? We, our focus is to train local missionaries and send them to Unreached People Group. Why? Because we believe that it's time for Africa to join the global mission and to bring impact for the kingdom. That's hard. And we believe in a local missionaries because they speak the language, they eat their food, they sleep on the floor, they don't bring a water bottle, they drink the water they find, they don't impress anyone with big cars or anything. They go, they are simple people. And for those who believe in Jesus because they do believe, why? Because they're no string attached. That's why we believe it. And our main vision is to train people to reach out and reach people group. This is amazing what God is doing. So we are here in Nampula um, to train and send them. Why did we choose Nampula? Again, as I said, it's because it's a crossroad. Nampula is not Maputo. Maputo is the capital of Mozambique. From here to Maputo, we have 2,021 kilometers from here to Maputo is a, about four days traveling by car, four days by car, it's so far away, so influenced by South Africa, but here because many, many years, as I said, that Arabic influenced a lot of Islamic population. Why? Because of slavery for many, many years. When Arabic came here, they were coming here to catch the slave, they were manipulating, corrupting the chief of one tribe to go catch a slave from another tribe. And they tell them now, you become Muslims. The good news is people are very, very open. For now, we've been training many people. Our vision, as I said, our, we have a training center that we train people. People come through our connection, um, our disciples, we're making disciples there, disciple makers, and then we visit them and they come. We told them about our heart of mission. We train them for five months in a classroom, and they have two months they go for outreach. And outreach, we send them with no churches. From that experience, that changed their view. One of our students from Zambezia, uh, we send them to an island where it was just nothing except of uh, mosques. He said he was shocked from Kilimani that there are people who never heard about the gospel in Mozambique, in their own area. He was very shocked. From there, he got hard for mission. So we have been training people. Up to now, we've been able to train uh, 194 people in past seven years. All of these guys, they are doing tremendous, tremendous work. I can believe, I cannot wait you guys, one, some of you, to come and visit to see what God is doing. Now again, let's not get the idea that this is easy. Just because some people are hungry, some are not. Last Sunday, our church in Georgia had a baptism. 
I had the privilege to baptize Nathan Tyndale Kyes. This young man gave a testimony of his faith in Jesus Christ, and his family and friends lined the banks of Lake Altoona to cheer and witness his commitment to Jesus Christ. However, in Mozambique, one of Victor's church planners also had a young man who wanted to be baptized. His name is Yohani, and in one of the recent reports, Yohani tells about Joseph. The work of church planting is going very well. We have a large group of people that we are teaching. One disciple named Joseph wanted to be baptized and went and asked his father for permission. His father said he could for 30,000 meticule. This is about $500. And the young man came and told this to us. We answered and explained, we do not have such money, first of all. And second, we don't pay people to be baptized. So then the father said that the young man could not be baptized. So thus far, Yosef has not been baptized. He lives in a culture to please his elders. But we are praying together that one day he will be. He wants to be baptized publicly and not secretly. Now that is a challenge that we have never faced at our local church in Georgia. Imagine a father wanting the church to pay him so that his son could be baptized. What do we do with Mozambique? Speaking of baptisms, you can go to the website at cupofgoodnews.org and I've posted a picture of a 23-year-old man from Mozambique from one of these church planning initiatives. His name is Jerry. Before receiving Jesus, Jerry was a thief. He indulged in addictions, immorality, and he also behaved in dishonor to his parents, actually known to beat his biological mother and father. But when Christ arrived in his life, he was transformed and now is walking along with Brother Yao in the missions. Neighbors, friends, and acquaintances are asking, what happened to you, Jerry? In the month of Ramadan earlier this year, many of his uncles and friends came and asked him why he is not fasting and what are you trusting? Jerry uses their questions as an opportunity to share his personal testimony of salvation and talk about the great way, Christ. Jerry's parents are Muslim. They have not yet accepted Christ, but they are witnessing to other people the miracle of their son's transformation. Praise the Lord. You know, the ministry in America has challenges because people get sick, but it's usually some form of hospital visitation or prayer in a hospice facility. Listen to what Rasul wrote in the serving in the province of Zambezia. My wife and I have begun to be a kind of first aid agents. We do rapid malaria tests for people. It is a challenge because there is a lack of medication. As I read this, I thought, oh brother, I don't ever face that with my people at church. They never come to me and say, oh pastor, there's no medicine. Rasul continues, one night we helped a child with their mother and we had to drive 12 miles down the road to the hospital. Now, that doesn't sound very bad in America, but you can't imagine what these roads are like in Mozambique. And sure enough, Rasul had an accident. I fell with my wife and a couple parts of the motorcycle broke, but the child was able to get treatment for the malaria. If you'd like to see a photo of Rasul's wife, 
giving a little baby a malaria test. That is posted at cupofgoodnews.org. Another aspect of Mozambique is not just difficult, it's dangerous. In the northern part, Al-Shabaab has different cell groups. And Jose, who is trained by Victor and Lori, have been persevering for the Lord in one of these particular areas. A year ago, they heard rumors that Al-Shabaab was going to come to their district. And in fact, these attacks did take place. It was actually September 6th, a year ago. Terrorists came in, burned a hospital, set fire to a church and a mosque, and killed a lady from the Catholic Church. This news obviously caused a lot of insecurity and displacement, refugees. Eventually, Jose and his wife had to flee. You know, as difficult as church planning is in America, I've never had to run away from terrorists. But the story didn't end there. Listen to what Jose wrote in his next report. They have seen great victories during this quarter. We thank God that we saw 30 souls receive Jesus as Lord and Savior of their lives. It has been through the challenge of terrorism. God is working in the hearts of people, making them vulnerable for Him. The harvesting was done through many visits to the communities, through meetings and even in seminars. After the time that we were displaced, we returned to Memba and kept working. During this time, we planted two new discipleship groups. And during our visits, we saw 30 people receive Jesus. One woman was named Katariana. She had come to hear about freedom. Katariana was a healer and a fortune teller who had alliances with demons. These spirits also afflicted her with many diseases in her body. Slowly, her feet were losing the ability to walk. Katariana asked her fellow healers for help. Nothing helped. Her son-in-law, who is now one of our disciples, told her about Jesus and explained the gospel to her. She came to hear about the deliverance of Jesus Christ. She came and repented and received the deliverance of Jesus Christ. She brought from her house all the witchcraft elements she had, and she burned them in a fire. Now, Katariana can actually walk well enough to go and fetch water at the well. She is weeding in her garden. She lives in a dominated Muslim area. But her husband has decided to follow Jesus, and many of her neighbors are watching and looking at her. They also want to be healed and they want to know more about Jesus. You know, our church plant in Cartersville has no problem posting photos on social media. However, every quarter when we receive these reports from Mozambique, there are red letters saying, please do not post these photos on social media. Now, I understand a podcast is social media, but if you go in to see these photos, they're at a distance. In the fire, you'll see Katariana burning those witchcraft elements. She's actually not in the picture, but you see the results of her commitment and salvation. So what do we do with Mozambique? Jesus told the church in Smyrna to be faithful unto death. We need to do the same thing in Mozambique 
that we need to do in our USA churches and in our homes and in our families. We need to be faithful to what the Lord has called us to do and what the Lord has made us to be. He is the Lord of the harvest and he can handle Mozambique better than anyone. Gospel Link has been working with Victor and Lori for over three years now in what we call a church planning initiative. People can support the overall work and the funds and support go to the most specific and primary needs of these church planters. If you'd like to know more, you can contact us at gospelink.org or send me an email, dean at cupofgoodnews.org. Now we'll finish up with a final word from Victor. We cannot wait. We're not gonna wait until African church for 100 years to come so that we can, Africa can be able to send missionary. We are ready, we are training people, and we people have hard to go. Please, we thank you again for your support and we'd like to invite you to join us. Uh, how much you can give, it depends what God will pump in your heart, but it's a blessing this enabler to send many other missionaries for church planters. People are crying, they're not crying, and these are Mozambican who are going, but they want to hear more about God.